0: Welcome to the Compassionate Educators Show for teachers who desire to change lives without self-sacrifice. Let's dig deep together into the skill set, mindset, and best practices you and your students need to thrive in today's schools. Now your host, Marie Cooney. Hello, Compassionate Educators. How are you today? All right, I think I heard you all the way over here, so I don't know where you're listening from, but I am hearing shouts of, I am ready for break. So if that is you, give me a hello. (laughs) So I want to start today by saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being here to listen and to tune in to these episodes on how to be a compassionate educator. I want to give a shout out to a few of you who have left ratings and reviews on iTunes, excuse me, on Apple Podcasts. They have changed the name. (laughs) So a big thank you to all of the supporters, including Nicole and Cindy. And Shonda, thank you so much to Sarah and to Debbie and David and Ariel. Thank you so much to Desiree and to Laura. And if you have left a rating and review and I did not mention your name, let me know (laughs) because I would love, love to give you some public uh, gratitude as well because it truly means a lot that. You have supported this podcast, and we, at the time of this recording, are up to over two hundred downloads now. So this is so amazing. Uh, this podcast has been, mm, let's see, three, three weeks. It hasn't been a month yet. <laughs> so, so amazing. And we've had some amazing guests, including Barbara Gruner and Mady Yagel. And we've had Beth Pelk. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to those incredible episodes, go back and take a listen to those after you get done uh, listening to this one. So some incredible information about empathy and zones of regulation. And Maybe talked last week about how she gets free books for all of her students. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about growth mindset. So there's so many concepts within the topic of growth mindset that can be used to really help our students be successful. And I'm not just talking about successful in terms of getting better grades, but I mean, they are feeling better about themselves. They see themselves as someone who can step up to a new challenge. They see themselves as someone who can continue in setbacks. They see themselves as someone who can, you know, really grow their brains, so to speak, and learn new things and not give up. And so it's really important that we build a foundation for them to continue this path in being able to see themselves as ever-evolving. All right, so what I wanted to do is really bring this idea of growth mindset into, like you know, I love simple yet effective strategies, and I'm going to be real with you right now. I have re-recorded this (laughs) several times now because I initially was going to go into this whole you know, lesson about growth mindset and the different concepts. And to be honest, it was just getting a little overwhelming. And I thought if I'm overwhelmed by this, surely someone who's listening to me ramble about this is going to be overwhelmed. So we're going to break it down into one single concept that I absolutely love. And I think that everybody can use right away. And implement this in your classroom if you're not doing so yet. Ah, there we go. (laughs) That word, yet. Okay, so the power of yet. This is a huge word in the world of growth mindset. The power of yet is remarkable. So... Let's think about this in terms of our own lives. What is something that you haven't quite done that you wish that you could do? Or maybe something that you would love to learn? So let's take, let's take gardening. Okay, now I can't go outside and garden right now just because the ground is frozen. However, it is something that I'm interested just because I love the idea of growing my own food and also having my kids help and having them experience the miracle of a seed growing in the ground and becoming this green plant and having it grow And all these different little seeds grow into something different. I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, just lesson and idea to share with children. When I think about gardening, sometimes I would get really frustrated because either, oh, this summer some of the plants that i had um i had some kale i had my son picked out some cauliflower he loves cauliflower and we planted them in the backyard and some other creature ate them (laughs) i've also had times when i just wasn't quite sure how much like nutrients that they needed or how much sunlight was best for the plants and so earlier on, I would get kind of frustrated and I would think, wow, I just really don't have a green thumb. I just really don't know how to garden. And I thought about giving up. But this growth mindset concept, the power of yet, really gives us this opportunity to be a little easier on ourselves. So I could say to myself, well, I just don't know how to you know grow these foods in the best way yet. And it really opens up the brain for this expansion and this opportunity to learn more. Because really none of us are born knowing much of anything, right? I have a baby and she basically she knows how to smile <laughs> she knows how to get her basic needs met but she's learning and she's learning so much and we don't we're not hard on on you know really young kids and on babies and wondering why they're not you know growing faster and lo- learning new things faster but at some point when children get to school age We start expecting more and more. And then when we become adults, we expect so much of ourselves, almost like we're supposed to know everything. We really need to take a step back and have self-compassion and realize that we don't need to know everything, that we are still learning too. So having that word yet attached to anything that you're still working on, that you're still learning, can be such a big relief, it takes so much pressure off. So right now, think about, again, something you're really maybe struggling with or something that you're learning and you're just not at the point of where you feel like you know as much as you would like to. So think about what it is in your life, and then put the word yet behind it. So maybe you are working on learning how to paint, right? So I'm not a, you know, I'm not a wonderful painter yet. Or think about your classroom. Think about something you would like to improve upon in your your teaching or in the way that you interact with your students, or the way that you handle classroom challenges. And think about what that one big thing is for you, and use the word yet behind it. Maybe for you it's, I'm not quite sure how to get my kids to listen. So instead of stopping there, say yet. And this is something that I really love about the teachers that I'm working with in my coaching program because they all see themselves as very passionate and compassionate educators. And they say, you know, to me, to themselves, that they want to keep growing, they want to keep learning, they want to truly be the best teacher that they can be. And there's something that they're just not sure of yet, right? So maybe, you know, I'm not sure how to implement this, this lesson yet. Maybe I'm not sure how to implement project-based learning yet. So there's always, always room For growth, right? And that's why it's called growth mindset, because we give ourselves that freedom to continue to expand ourselves. So I think this idea of the power of yet is such a beautiful tool that we can use for ourselves and for our own, our own learning, our own expansion. So how do we use this with our students in the classroom? So how do we use the power of yet with our students? That one simple concept, that one three-letter word can really cause a shift and increase a student's self-confidence and help them to be able to take challenges and dig deeper into their work because instead of being afraid that they don't know something and having that fear of looking that like they're not smart or that they don't get it when you can empower them to use the word yet it really can build a foundation for them to continue and to be okay with not having that that big achievement at that moment in time so A few ways to use this with students. One, just in conversation, in dialogue, if you hear a student saying something along the lines of, I can't do this, or this doesn't work, or I don't know how, or this doesn't make sense, or I don't get it, or I'm not good at this. Attach the word yet to it for them. So repeat exactly their phrase and use the word yet. So we're modeling this just like we model academics. We model this social emotional learning, this growth mindset, any new strategy that we want to teach a child, we model that for them to begin with before we expect them to know how to do it. So if you have a child, it whether they're in kindergarten, sixth grade, whether they're in high school, whether you work with adult learners, this is for everybody. So again, if you have a student who, let's say you're doing a math problem, and they say, you know, I don't get this, then you repeat, I don't get this yet. And You continue to model that. Every time you hear an opportunity to attach that word yet, you're going to add that on for them. The power of yet also leads to some opportunities for dialogue and conversation and activities around goal setting. So if you ask your students to think of something that they would absolutely love to learn or know how to do, Have them either write it down or talk about it with a partner or in a small group and ask them to ask them how they can use the power of yet in what they would like to learn. So maybe a student wants to learn how to swim. And so you can say to them, "Okay, you don't know how to swim yet, but what are some of the steps that you can take to learn that skill or to achieve that goal? And so using it as kind of a, a diving board to jump into that goal setting piece can be a really powerful opportunity as well. You can also bring in the yet, but... <laughs> Okay, so the yet but is, I don't know how to do this, and then you add the yet, and then the but piece of it is, but look at how far you have come. Okay, so let's go back to the math example, and the student says, I don't know how to do this, and maybe... Maybe you've been talking about growth mindset, and they know to use the word yet, but they're not quite convinced. So maybe that student says, I don't know how to do this, and then you give them that look, and they say yet, but you know that they are not completely convinced, and so you can add, but you know how to do this piece of the problem. So you're giving them an opportunity to acknowledge what they do know. So it's not only looking at what they don't quite understand yet, and it's not just future thinking, but we're also taking a look at what they've already been successful at, because sometimes it can be a little defeating if, let's say, oh, let's say a student just has yet attached to everything and they're feeling like they don't know much in the classroom and they're just wanting to give up. And you keep attaching the word yet, and it's not making that much of a difference because they don't have that foundation to build from at that moment or they feel like they don't. So what you can do is help them acknowledge what they have already accomplished. And then the next step is to build up and to think future and to let them know, hey, you know what? If you have achieved this, if you know how to do this part of the problem, you are going to learn how to do this because your brain has already made the connections in knowing how to problem solve. And now we just need to problem solve the next step. Do you see? Do you see what I mean here? So you're going to help use their past successes to build upon their future successes so that is the power of yet but by using the power of yet you are really helping your students build a foundation for not only themselves as students but for their future selves as adults because it's going to give them that advantage of being able to continue to move forward to accept challenging tasks, and to not give up. And isn't that what we want of all of our students, to continue to keep trying and to not give up? So the more we can help this growth mindset concept truly be a part of our students' inner, another concept, their inner coach, (laughs) then we are really helping to change their lives because they're being given this tool and this mindset that they can continue to learn and grow and have fun with it. So every teacher I talk to says, I want my students to love learning. I want them to have fun learning and This is one of the ways that you can continue to empower your students and encourage them to enjoy learning because they are going to begin to understand that learning can be very challenging, but you can have fun with the challenges because you know that you just aren't there yet and how much fun is it? When we see that growth, when we see our own potential, going back right to the beginning of this episode, when I asked you to think of something you want to to, you know, learn or continue to grow in. What is that for you? Think of the potential that you have in moving forward, whether it's a personal goal or it's a goal in your classroom, of something that you really want to do more for yourself, you, are going to get there. (laughs) If you believe in the power of yet, if you can see it for yourself, you can look at the steps, where you are now, and where you want to be, what are those steps in between. And so it's all about taking that first step, and then the next step, and then the next step. And that's what we want to share with our students, is that it's all these little steps to get to the big goal and we use the power of yet to help us to achieve our goals and to help us realize that we all have an opportunity to get to where we want to be. If you enjoy hearing about growth mindset, let me know because this was just one small piece of the growth mindset puzzle. Feel free, as always, to reach out to me if you are interested in learning how to use these strategies more within your own classroom and getting personal support from me. You can email me at support at com, And if you are not yet in the Facebook community, Compassionate Educators, please join there are some wonderful educators in the community, more resources, and some inspiration for you as well. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, let's keep changing lives without self-sacrifice.